Hi, my name is Steve Warren, and I want to welcome you to this podcast. I'm believing today you'll be filled with faith, you'll be energized by hope, and you'll feel loved as this message seeks to transform and empower your life. God bless you as you listen to this. Just take a seat for 15 minutes or so and uh, let the band carry on playing and sing as you can rest your legs. Psalm 107. Psalm 107 says, Let them give thanks for His unfailing love, for His wonderful works to us. For He satisfies the thirsty and He fills the hungry with good things. I want to talk to you about the hungry getting filled in these next few moments. The hungry get filled. Who gets filled? Who gets satisfied? The thirsty get satisfied. What do the hungry get filled with? Verse 9. The hungry get filled with good things. This isn't a complicated message. Uh, who gets satisfied? The thirsty. Who gets filled? The hungry. With what? Good things. The, uh, the other day, Elizabeth and I were in a restaurant in London and there was this baby who was screaming and screaming and screaming. Just would not stop. And the mum just stood there trying to console, but just didn't leave the restaurant. I was this close to paying the weight of 50 pounds to go and shut the thing up, send the mother out of the restaurant. Well, she should have left out of politeness. Uh, But uh, (laughs) go figure. (laughs) I guess the baby was hungry. I guess. And the mother didn't know what to do to try and feed it anymore. It just wanted another cookie or something and had no self-awareness of how it looked. If only he was old enough to be able to go, hey, buddy, you know, let me just reflect back on what this is sounding like. You are crying the entire house down because you want one more cookie. Do you know how ridiculous that looks to the hundred people in this restaurant? Maybe then it would have calmed down. But of course, when a child is six months old, it doesn't understand reason. And yet we grow up and, and we find ourselves still craving for something that doesn't satisfy. And really everybody's looking on going, that makes no sense. We're looking at all sorts of things to try and satisfy a hunger in us because we're made to be people who are on a search on a on a seeking on a on a road of seeking satisfaction it's okay to want satisfaction it's not wrong to want satisfaction we are thirsty and and yet we'll look for it in in and sexuality and we go well maybe that'll satisfy me or in in our productivity and performance maybe that will feed me acceptance and maybe I will be loved if I do this thing or or that thing and we're trying to feed our soul with all sorts of things and they're not all bad or wrong but if it takes the place of one who we should be seeking if it takes the place of Jesus Christ if it takes that place we will never be filled we will never be satisfied It'll sound like we're crying out for one more cookie. Please give it to me. Looks ridiculous to everybody else. But to you, it sounds so reasonable because you're hungry for something. You're thirsty for the presence of the Holy Spirit and didn't know it. 
today I want you to leave this place so satisfied you'll wake up tomorrow, tomorrow morning hungry for more, but for more of the right thing. More of the thing that sounds so right to everybody else and sounds so good to your colleagues and sounds so amazing to your neighborhood because they are looking to taste and see that God is good. And they can only do that by how we are and the river that flows out of our lives. He says, the thirsty get satisfied, the hungry get filled. And so we need to be not so much trying to change our diet. You know, you can change what you're eating, but until you change your appetite, changing your diet will only create a temporary change. But when you begin to change your appetite, you can see a life transformation. I remember in my teenage years struggling with some things and, and then in my late teens, early 20s, I got filled with the Holy Spirit and my I tried all sorts of things to change certain areas of my life and it was working to some degree but not entirely. I was getting frustrated. I'd take three steps forward and two steps back and three steps forward and two steps back until one day as I got into the presence of the Holy Spirit, my entire appetite changed. I was hungry for something new. I was hungry for Him and in that appetite overnight, my diet changed. I became a changed person. Today, some of you are struggling with things and you've, you've tried to address them and, and sort them out, but it's an appetite change you need. It's all good working on the therapy of that situation, but until your appetite changes, your diet will only be a partial transformation. Some of you are here today and you're already feeling full. You're going, oh, well, I, I, I seek God and I, I feel blessed and I... And that's awesome. I, I would feel like that at least half of my time. But you know what? You can position yourself to be hungry. If Jesus says it's the poor in spirit and the, it's the meek and it's the hungry that get filled, then that means we need to position ourselves to be poor in spirit and meek and hungry, ready to get filled. So if you're feeling already filled, you can position yourself and the psalmist tells us in Psalm 107 how we do that. He says, let them give thanks to the Lord for His unfailing love. When you give thanks, you open up the presence of God to you. He says, enter His gates with thanksgiving. When you take time to worship, when you spend time looking at how amazing He is, how wonderful He is, how glorious He is, when you take time, to look at Him, there is no doubt, doesn't matter how filled you are, there is a gap in your realization of what you have and what you don't have. And that's a wonderful moment when you go, my God, I feel hungry all over again. It's like having feast on an incredible meal. You've gone out and done the all-you-can-eat meal option the night before. You've stuffed yourself beyond silly. And you don't wake up satisfied, do you? You wake up more hungry. Your stomach has expanded beyond what it was ever meant to expand to. It's gone beyond its limits. And now you're left empty in the morning going, I, I need more. That's what it should be like in the presence of the Holy Spirit when we worship Him and we allow our soul, our heart to get expanded. Even though we're already filled, we wake up wanting more. We wake up knowing there's got to be more. Thanksgiving positions us with the hunger. He also says, Give thanks for His unfailing love and for His wonderful works. The other thing I find positions me for hunger is reminding myself of His wonderful works. What are His wonderful works? Salvation is a wonderful work. 
lately as I've been walking in the mornings and praying as I move from street to street as I pray I, I, I find myself praying for people in their homes and it's been my desire to see at least one family in every street I walk through to come to Christ I've been going God may that family or that person find Jesus this week do something in this street that's a wonderful work when I think of moves of God, when I think of sick people who need to be healed, I, it makes me feel hungry for more. I feel dissatisfied that there are people living all around me who don't know this wonderful love of Jesus. When I meditate on His wonderful works, I position my heart to be hungry again. You can be hungry today even when you're filled. You can be hungry today even when you're satisfied by positioning your heart to be hungry want more and here's the wonderful thing he, he says that when you're hungry he will fill you with good things Ephesians 1 tells us that we are already blessed with so many spiritual blessings so so many I don't think we realize even a fraction of them sometimes we go through life almost taking it for granted that God is good and he's good to us and there is so much of what He wants for us out there, so much for us to explore of His goodness, not our goodness. And in the New King James Version, it says he, the longing soul gets filled with His goodness, not our goodness. Our measure of goodness is so limited. We tend to pray, God, I'll just provide for these bills I've gotten. He's going, I want you to have more than that. I want you to have enough left over, flowing over, so you can be generous on every occasion. He wants you to have so much more than just enough. He wants you to be a blessing. He wants you to be spiritually blessed, physically blessed, so that you can be a blessing in this life. He wants you to have so much more. Isaiah 44, he says he's pouring out his rains on the dry land. He's watering the thirsty land. He says he's pouring out his spirit on your offspring. He's blessing your descendants so they may spring up and be fruitful, be like green grass and like poplar trees. That's God's hand of blessing upon you. When you're hungry for Him, when you're thirsty for Him, He pours Himself out on the thirsty ground and the hungry person. He wants to pour out His goodness, not your goodness. There's this crazy story in the, in the Gospels in Mark 9 where the disciples are walking along the road in the presence of Jesus and they are dispute, they're debating over who is the greatest. Can you imagine? You're in the presence of the greatest. And you're, dispute, you're, you're, you're dialoguing who is the greatest. No, I think it's Peter. He's the greatest. Did you remember that time when he hooked not just a cod, but he, on that same hook, he hooked a, a, a cod and, a, and he hooked a shark and he, he got it all in one go. Peter's amazing. And, and they go, no, no, I think John's amazing. That, that, that guy, John, he, he's, he's becoming such a great preacher. Did you see how he healed that uh, deaf person the other day? And they begin to dispute who the greatest is because of this thing and that thing, these great acts that they'd seen people do. And, and there's Jesus right in the midst of them. So he comes up to them and goes, hey, uh, what are you guys talking about? And it literally says they fell silent. The reason I know that Jesus didn't come up in the conversation as one of the greatest is because they would not have needed a full silent. If they had been maybe 
presenting the thought that Jesus might have been the greatest, they would have been ready to say, well, well, Jesus, actually, we were just having a discussion on who the greatest is, and your name came up in the conversation. But no, they fell silent. How can you be in the presence of the greatest and yet be dialoguing who the greatest is? You know what our greatest need is? Is to get ourselves out of the equation. We've got to get ourselves out of the equation. Hosea chapter 10 says this. He says, break up the unplowed or fallow ground. Break up the lumps and bumps and hardness of our hearts and seek the Lord. It is time to seek Him so that He would shower righteousness on you. Do you know stuff just gets in there, doesn't it? Maybe disappointment has crusted your heart or or sin has crusted your heart. Acts 3 says, as you turn away from your sin, times of refreshing come. Who doesn't want a time of refreshing? I'm like, man, it's worth turning away from your sin for. Freedom, times of refreshing. Maybe complacency has got in. When you're filled with complacency, you're not ever going to be filled with much else. When you go, oh, yeah, I sort of want it, but I'm not sure. Seems really good, but I don't know. Car is empty, needs some fuel, but I think I can get home. As you pass the fuel station, yeah, I know I need, I want to, I know I should. I, I sort of want to pull in and get, but I'll just leave it, I'll leave it. I know Jesus is here now, but he seems to be here every Sunday at 12, and maybe I can wait till next Sunday, he'll be here again. He's, maybe I'll try the 10 o'clock service, maybe I'll see if he's there. And, or a Friday lunchtime, five people are going to say, well, he's obviously there. Or, block parties I know he loves to turn up at our block parties he's the ancient of days he loves to keep young he wants to come to the youth service he must be there you know there's always another opportunity so you put it off for today complacency for as long as you're filled with complacency you'll never get filled with the Holy Spirit because it's the hungry and the thirsty that get filled it's those who long for something to stand to feet Do you long for something today? You're hungry for something? I'll tell you, I am. I got a little caught out in the first service partway through the altar call. I I didn't know what to do with myself, so I just stopped and just let the Holy Spirit minister to people because it felt like something was happening. So profound, it was beyond, beyond what I could do or you could do. When we let the Holy Spirit move and do something, He will feed you beyond your wildest dreams. He will water areas no other thing can satisfy. Go deeper than you thought He could or would. There's a longing inside of every one of us. There's no doubt about it. Whether you acknowledge it or not is your choice, but there is a longing inside of you most dangerous thing we can do is say I'm okay Jack because you're not I mean you are you're awesome but you're not fully okay you know there are little creaky parts of you if you don't then I'll point them out for you or somebody will or a friend will just ask a spouse or a good friend they'll tell you where you're a little cranky or a little awkward quite quickly they won't even have to think about it a few things will come straight to their mind 
I find I have to stop her. All right, three's enough. Please, don't have to get to the bottom of your list. <laughs> it's my willingness to admit it. That's where the problem lies. It's my willingness to say it's okay to not be okay. Because I've got one I can seek. I've got one I can be hungry after. I've got one who wants to do something in me that restores and strengthens and blesses me and empowers me and fills me. The hungry get filled. Come on, I want us to just begin to seek Him for a minute or so right now. And as people are seeking Him, if you find that you're hungry today, I want you to come forward. Fill this altar. I don't care if we have to fill the aisles here. We didn't have enough space earlier this morning. If you feel like you're hungry for more, maybe you came filled, but you're going, I'm determined to stir a hunger for more. I don't want to stay just satisfied. I want more. If that's you, come on out. Maybe you came dry. And so you're very aware of your need for more. Come on out. Come on out. As we sing this again, I want us to seek God together. I want us to stir a longing, stir a hunger, stir something in us. I know you can do this at home. I do this all the time at home. I stir a hunger, but I tell you, it's nothing like being in the house of God. Nothing like being together in an atmosphere like this where that longing gets so easily filled, the hunger gets so easily satisfied. God wants Well, thank you for listening today. I want to take a few more moments of your time because it may be today you realize that you need to get your relationship right with Jesus Christ. Maybe you've never asked Him into your life before. Or maybe for some reason you've been, you've been moving away from Him. And today, I want to invite you to come back to Him. Or it may be that you're just not sure you're going to heaven. And so I want to lead you in a prayer right now. And I would really love for you to say this prayer with me. And then straight after this prayer, I would love you to do something for me. But hey, let's pray right now. Dear God, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that he died for me. I ask that you would forgive me. I turn away from my past and I give you my life. Come and live in me. I thank you that today I am saved. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you prayed that prayer, today the Holy Spirit has done something in your life. And so I want you to tell us about it. I want you to email info at c3amsterdam.nl and let us know you've made this decision and let us have your address because I'd love to send you a book that will help you make this decision really strong and become a follower of Jesus. And we'll also be able to help you get planted in a church near you. God bless you.